This is Just Sports Talk Podcast. Welcome to the show, guys. We're back. We uh, took a month of a month break after school is done. We were done school. We're, we're graduating college. But uh, we just out like we had to make sure. Yeah, turn off. Turn off. I apologize. Oh my god, man! I'm not gonna redo it. Uh, yeah, we were trying to figure out what the situation was if we're gonna still do this podcast. To be honest, um, and the thing is, because we record our podcast at Seneca College, there's still a York University strike, so just a hassle going through here. I mean, it's just too much, too much to bear. Uh, a few announcements. Uh, we might we we're, we're gonna be uh, on Google Play Store pretty soon. Uh, right now we're on iTunes, Apple Podcast. We're on SoundCloud, but um, we're not gonna be on SoundCloud too long. Uh, just to be honest, I'm not gonna pay for that anymore. <laughs> Probably, I think what I'm gonna do is that our recent episodes will be on there, but our older ones will be backlogged on iTunes and um, Apple po- um, and Google Play Store. And it's it's in those um, I don't know what it's called. You can play in your car. You can play, you play our podcast in your car. You don't have to connect your phone or anything. I, I, I think through those that, that Apple thing. I'm not an Apple guy. You're Apple guy, right? They're on Apple, uh, iTunes, and Apple Podcasts. What's that, what's that other thing? Either way, shout out to Anchor FM. I'm, I'm going through their distribution network. You know, they helped me a lot with uh, this new podcast. So, uh, thanks to Anchor FM. Please sponsor us. But as per usual, I'm joined by Tristan Marcajani and Stefano Pelleggi. How you guys doing, man? How, how's how's your month? Been a while, Jay. It's been a while. How's uh how's the month break technically? It's been uh, good, not, man. It's the greatest time of the year, man. NBA, NHL playoffs, baseball's not, in full swing. Not much of a break, but lots of lots of stuff happening in the sports world, which is always a good thing. A lot of things happening. Um, anything you've done in throughout the break? I know. Well, if you want to talk about it, you, you're where you interning. Uh, currently, I'm interning at TSN. Congratulations, man! I'm with Big sp- step with Sports Center. Big step going. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Uh, how about you, Tristan? What have you been doing over the break? Well, uh, during the break, really, just because uh, now we're graduating, right? Just been applying to a few jobs, been able to relax a little bit. The last month of school was very hectic, as you guys know, uh, just getting projects in and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it's been really laid back. You know, summer, the weather's getting better. Um, yeah. Not much. Tristan got back into hockey, JR. Yes, that's right. I played. Wait, what, why do you mean? What we're do you mean? playing men's league hockey. Oh, yeah. you guys playing hockey? We're, yeah? playing, Tristan, we're playing men's league hockey, and so is I. House league though? No, it's men's league. It's all. Oh, it's village. all um, levels of yeah, all p- levels players. Of play. So I haven't. I used to play hockey. I played hockey for minor competitive hockey for ten years, I'd say, until my graduating grade twelve year, which was two years ago. So I haven't put on full equipment since then. And so last week was my first time on the ice. And let, let me tell you, if you don't stay in shape, kids, you're going to be gasping for air like I was after the first period. Like, it was it was really bad. Um, you might it, also pull a few Jake Gardeners. Yeah, it was oh. a full – I we it was a few bad mistakes I made that cost us some goals. <laughs> but we're not going to get into and that. too many men penalty last game. Yeah, yeah. Right <laughs> There's a reason I'm not in the I NHL. Think, I think it's time to hang up your skates, man. I did hang up, and then I came out of retirement <laughs> for this, right? But, should, no, I mean, hang it up and just play <laughs> NHL. On, and, like on, the video on, game yeah, NHL? Video game yeah, game. yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Or play some 2K. Play some 2K. I do that, too. Okay. Well, I've been, well, for me, I've been just playing, watching sports, uh, having some free time to do my demo reels as well. 
uh, post them online, as you can see. Play you Fortnite. Know. Oh, and play Fortnite. Fortnite. I started. I just started playing Fortnite just because you know I can't play Fortnite during school because it's been uh, stressful. Well, not really stressful. It's just like a lot of work to go. <coughs> and I've been a little bit working out here and there, getting swole. My uh, end of the year summer body coming in. I kind of. How about you guys? You guys are working out? No? Okay. No. That's why I'm playing hockey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's get to the NHL playoffs, man. Oh, it's been a great playoffs, to be honest. Yes, it has. Despite, you know, our team trash. Toronto. Despite that, it's been a great NHL playoffs. As a as a first time, like, for me, as a straight-on basketball guy, this is my first time, you know, getting into the storylines, into the NHL playoffs, watching it a few few games here and there if there's no other games on. Um, yeah, it's been interesting. Our Vegas Golden Knights all the way to the finals. Who would have thought that would happen? And Not Washington many. Capitals. But let's talk about that game last night. Tampa Bay versus Washington Capitals. What did you guys think of that game? Game seven. Great. Very physical. Very physical. I mean, I thought Tampa dominated play in the first period, first period and a half, although the score didn't represent that. I mean, I've never seen Alexander Ovechkin play such great playoff hockey in yes. as many years as he's been in the NHL. I mean, being where the Capitals got to last year compared to where they are now, what a significant difference. I mean, he's back checking, he's playing with aggress he's playing with aggression in his game. And you know what? He's capitalizing on almost all his chances. He's he's doing very well for the team. And I mean, as for the Golden Knights, no one thought this Cinderella story would ever came true. But you have to give them a lot of credit where it's due because throughout the entire playoffs, Vegas has been the only team I think that's played the most consistent playoff hockey. And it's been talked about. It's good and bad for the league to have Golden Knights uh, make it this far. Because if you want to see it in this way, these players on the Golden Knights team, they're kind of like throwaway players. And they got put together on this first inaugural season with this new coach, this new system, new city as well, new franchise. And now they're in the Angel playoffs in the first season. Uh well, it, before I get into the Golden Knights, l- l- I want to talk about like last night's game. Yeah, yeah. Um, first of all, I, I just want to say that was a fantastic series on both sides. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning played their heart out. They were da- being down two nothing in the series, losing both home games uh, to Washington to start the series off. Uh, they really showed a lot, a lot of perseverance, winning the next three straight, and including one in Washington. So that was huge for them, obviously. And then. I, I just found that <clears throat> sorry sorry they won two in Washington and then one at home to win three straight uh, what I thought the difference was in this series was just the goaltending uh, Braden Holpe uh, something the ghost of Patrick Waugh possessed this guy because this guy was absolutely sensational especially in game six and seven even last night Tampa Bay 29 shots on net not one went in um and, and just looking at the stats, uh, Tampa Bay absolutely 
killed Washington in the physical uh, aspect of the game. They had 46 hits to Washington's 27. Um, Washington was blocking shots all over. And at the end of the day, it hope it gave Washington the chance to win this game. And just going back on your point, Steph, about Alex Ovechkin, I mean, you could just see it at the end of the game. Did you see him yell? Just, yes, finally, man, like this demon, 14 years I've been waiting for this moment, and he finally gets to play in his first Stanley Cup final. And as a hockey fan, you just got to be happy for the guy, one of the greatest players to ever play the game, and he finally gets his chance to play for Lord Stanley's Cup. That was great. Yeah. He only scored a minute. He scored a minute into the game, and that really—I think—that was what gave that mental edge to Washington because you could tell Tampa was just playing catch up the entire game, and you, you can't do that in a game seven playing catch up the entire game. It—it's it, not going to work. On home in your ice favor. too. On home ice it too, was, right? It was. It was that. I think that's the quietest I've ever heard that arena. They had nothing to cheer time. about, Steph. The announcer said on. it. The announcer said it in the second period that, listen, if you're if you're Tampa Bay, they need. <laughs> They get something, a power play, a big hit, something to get into the game. The only thing Tampa really had, the fans had something to cheer about was in the first period when there was that big scramble in front of the net and Kuznetsov's jersey got ripped off. And then there was that big fight between Wilson. There and was him. a big chance too, though. It was yeah. it Victor Hedman uh, missed an open net. If Victor Hedman missed an open missed net. An open net. And you never know, right? They had, Tampa Bay had a lot of chances. Something that like oh, that yes. goes in. It's, it's a different game, right? And, and you just couldn't buy. One. And to my point about Hopi, uh, again, like it, he played fantastic, but he also, when you're playing good, sometimes good fortunes just fall on you. In the third period, I remember Chris Kunitz had, uh, a, I don't think Chris Kunitz shot it, but one of the defensemen put it in front of the net. I think it was Hedman. And it just, um, Hopi had no idea where that puck was. It was in between his legs, and Kunitz just couldn't bury it. <clears throat> and you could just see it on his face. It's like, are you kidding me? I couldn't put that in. And I think that seated doubt really started to show on Tampa Bay. They just couldn't beat Holpe. And uh, he's the major reason why the Capitals won that game. Uh, can I can I talk about the ca- uh, the Knights or do you yeah, guys? Yeah, talk about yeah, the Knights. Lunch to, uh, like, I mean, yeah, man, Capitals were the better, better, better team last night. Yeah, no, and, no. You know, Stamkos, his postgame presser, man. I feel, I feel bad for him. Um, it, it was a it was a tough it's a tough loss. Obviously, your season's ending now. They had their chances, but you know, Capitals were a better team. And Ovi scoring that obviously, I think you mentioned it that that first goal, and then the physicality play like it 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 had momentum for the Capitals, especially on on the enemy's home t- oh, home ice like Tampa Bay's home ice. So, I mean, yeah, man, Capitals were a better team. And uh, yeah, Golden Knights. Tristan, what do you want to talk about? Oh, I just wanted to get back to your point, right? So nobody expected yeah. Vegas to win this game at all. Uh, not win the game, sorry. Win in oh, this wait. postseason. Win in this postseason, right? I think a lot of people assumed LA should take care of business. LA's had the playoff experience. They should beat Vegas pretty soundly. And then when they played, uh, was it in the second round? They played San Jose. San Jose. Yes, sorry, my mistake. When they played San Jose, a lot of people thought, you know what? San Jose could take. Them, right, San Jose's got a deep enough um, bench that uh, they could beat Vegas, but Vegas just found a way, man. And even again now with, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, with Winnipeg, when it, they just they were able to. They lost the first game. I think a lot of people had Winnipeg as 
the favorite in that yeah. series. And they just couldn't bounce back after that first game, uh, Winnipeg. So Vegas has been playing soundly. And Marc-Andre Fleury, there's not enough to be said. You can't put into words how great that guy is. He, mm-hmm. he, he's got a 947 save percentage. He's only allowed 27 goals in the entire playoffs. 27 goals. And his goals against is, is 168. The guy is unreal. He, uh, to me, he's still a top five goalie in the NHL, even with him aging a little bit. Uh, to me, Marc-Andre Fleury is the difference with the Vegas Golden Knights. And that's what you need in the playoffs, right? A hot goalie can win you the Stanley Cup. That's just the bottom line to me. We wanted, as Canadians, Winnipeg to win it as the only Canadian team left in the NHL playoffs. But obviously, they they got beat by a, a better team. But who knows? I mean, they could have beat Vegas because they're what? They were all. People would say that they are the throwaway team uh, with throwaway players. But I mean, they came together. They had the mindset of, you know what, let's just do what we can, let's set the game plan, and uh, and that's what they did, man. They 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 had perseverance. They went through perseverance, and they made it this far. Vegas Golden Knights. It's gonna be a good a good and bad for the league, just cause like you know, this being a new team. Talking about Winnipeg, like they're. Essentially, what that series came down to was the goaltending, as Tristan mentioned earlier with Fleury. Hellebuck did not have nowhere near as good series as he did in the first two rounds. Okay, and what Gallant is doing with this team is something that no one has ever seen in hockey. You know what I mean, guys? You grab a bunch of people to come play for this new expansion team in their first season and it looks like they've been playing together for years now Mm -hmm. and that's what's just mind-blowing about this whole story yes okay they have a few good players right marshazo he's had a career year william carlson you know, James Neal, Alex Tuck has been great for them all year. But I think what a lot of people forget to look at is the way they've been playing, right? I think at the start of the year, Galan said, listen, guys, there's no pressure on this team. But if you guys want to win, we have to play this system, this style. And, you know, I think the team's bought the team bought into that and look where it's gotten them. Yeah, you can make an argument about the business side of things, right? Is it a good thing for the NHL if Vegas wins as an expansion team? Sure, the NHL would look like a genius. Right? All the the people that work with the NHL offices, they'd look like a genius. Batman would look like a saint. But I don't know about putting that. business aside, this team has deserved to get to where they are. <clears throat> so uh, like I was saying, like I, I yeah, I was getting to that point where this being a good thing for the NHL bit like is inaugural season the Cinderella story that this new team this new franchise just came in conquered and potentially will win the Stanley Cup finals it's been a steal in Vegas for the fans the bad base. thing is that obviously I, I like I'm just exaggerating but like teams when I don't think teams would want to will, will follow this but 
what if like they look at this franchise like hey maybe we should blow up blow up a franchise and move somewhere else or not even move somewhere else blow up a franchise and rebuild as soon as possible and because look at this team they just came together they got they got players out of nowhere and they they won in their first year i know teams won't be doing that but they're just gonna look at this like hey why why couldn't we do it why couldn't Okay, I'm going to throw it out there. Why couldn't the Toronto Maple Leafs have that long process of building their team together when a Stanley Cup final by this by this time now, right? It just like for example, right? But then the Vegas Golden Knights comes in one year. In one year, they're going to they're about to win the Stanley Cup finals. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of teams in the NHL or any teams have this long-awaited process of building their franchise to win the Cup final, and then they look at Vegas Golden Knights, a new franchise, a new new team. They're gonna win in one year. So that's that's the one thing bad bad thing if Vegas Golden Knights wins Stanley Cup final. Go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I mean both of you make good points. I listen. Before the year started, I think all of us can assume we didn't expect much from the Golden Knights. Not and at all. So the fact that I think what's upsetting to hockey fans or or that this like what JR just brought up, the thing that people see as negative with the Golden Knights is that the NHL in their first year, the Golden Knights got 109 points. They finished third in the Western Conference. Yeah. That just it doesn't happen. It's it's unprecedented. It does not happen. Never heard of before. And a lot of that, it falls on the shoulders of the NHL because you can't fault Vegas. You can't fault Vegas for putting together the team. Like Steph said, Gerard Gallant has been a fantastic coach. He's one of the coach of the year finalists, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. or he should be. No, if he's he not. is. He is. So the fact that he's been able to do this with, you know, players that other teams didn't want that's an amazing feat for him it, it, nobody expected it from him and the fact that he's been able to be so so so, so successful is a is a positive for him the problem hockey fans have i think is that why did the nhl give vegas this luxury entering the league if you remember the last expansion um, into the NHL, Minnesota, and I believe I'm not sure who the other team was, but Minnesota and, and Columbus, Minnesota and Columbus. When teams had to give up players, they they could protect up to 15 players back then. The, coming into this year's expansion draft, teams could only protect nine or ten. So that's already a five-player difference for teams to protect their players. As well, the NHL gave them. The just the same odds as the third worst team in last year's draft to get a draft pick. They ended up getting the sixth overall draft pick. So when you take these things into consideration, they gave them a luxury other expansion teams haven't had. And I think that's why they've been more successful. Now, give them credit. They've played well, but the NHL has given them this, this they've sort of gift wrapped, in my opinion, they've gift wrapped them a chance to win the Stanley Cup in their first yeah, year. Yeah, like a setup. But you, for them to actually implement, like, put it together, basically. Exactly. You, you have to take into account, though. You have to take into account who the teams gave away. The teams had their choice of what players they wanted to protect and who they didn't. Yes, I understand what you're saying. They had more luxury by teams only being able to protect 9 or 10, 10 players. But... You're telling me take, I would say Florida took the biggest hit. Marshall, so 
Marshall, are you serious? Look at the way he's playing. Now, you can't blame the NHL for Florida giving away Marcheseau. That's the argument I'm trying to make. Yes, I can. I, I can blame the NHL. You know no, why? No, you have to blame Florida for because that. Because who, who, I'd can say, you pull I'd up, say can you pull up a list of what players Florida protected during uh, that I, expansion draft? I will do that, but just to make a quick point and then to go back to you, like I said in my, in my previous argument, when Columbus and Minnesota came into the league, you could only you could protect up to 15 players. This draft, you could only protect 10. You're telling me if Florida could have protected five more, you don't think, hey, you know what? This guy, Jonathan Marshall, so maybe we should protect him. That's extra five players, Steph. I think if you if if teams had the choice, you don't think Pittsburgh would have been able, would have kept uh, Flurry if they could have. You don't think Florida would have kept Marshall? So these are the things that I'm trying to, I'm well, taking into consideration. Those five players do make a difference towards what. Vegas's roster would have Absolutely. been. Absolutely, but I'm saying when you look at Florida, look at the players they protected. You're telling me Marshall was not one of those players they would have rather protected than someone they have protected originally? Fleury was last year with Pittsburgh on his way. He didn't have as great of a season as he did this year, right? Yes. So you never know. Pittsburgh may have not protected him with the way his season was going last year. I just think that the way the NHL and listen, I'm not casting any blame on the Vegas Golden Knights. Like, like I want to make that perfectly no, no, clear. No, 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 we're not. Vegas no, 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 yeah. Vegas came in. They paid their money to come into the yeah, league yeah. and yeah. all this stuff. They, they, they played the cards that were dealt to them. The cards that were dealt to them, right? So it's not their fault. My issue is, and I think what other hockey fans too, like what Jr. was getting to, is is it's that the fact that they've had this success. As well as they've played, it's been a little bit of an easier road, you could argue, than other teams have had. I'm not... Listen, Florida giving up Marsha so that's Florida's fault, and Marsha so is proving them wrong well, for doing yeah, so, that was, right? Yeah, that was kind of stuff that was tough going, going to, bro. Yeah, exactly. Also, a lot of people look at Pittsburgh and say... <sighs> Did they really make the right move keeping Matt Murray over Marc-Andre Fleury? Because even though Murray's younger with a cheaper contract, as I just said, Marc-Andre Fleury's a top five goalie in this league, and he's been outstanding in these that playoffs. can be argued. Okay, that's just, my, that, that's just my opinion. Uh, yeah, whatever. But what I'm <laughs> trying to say is that... Those five players make a different stuff. It's not Vegas's fault, and it's just that teams were hand teams had their hands tied. They had to give up players, whereas past teams they didn't have the option to get. To, do you think Columbus could have picked up a William Carlson when they walked into their into the NHL? Could they have picked up a Mark Andre Fleury? No, they were bottom feeder teams, and they had to develop their teams to get better. I think. I think when when Vegas got the chance to and put this team together, I think it was just a perfect time to get all these players together. The guys that weren't were unprotected, protected. The thing is, like, would this would NHL would another franchise, new franchise, will be lucky as the Vegas Golden Knights coming in the next coming few years? Well, whether it be a new team in Quebec City well, or right in now, Seattle, Seattle's the runner-up. Right? Seattle's going to be will, the will we, will we see a repeat in Seattle? Depending, depending on what year, how, what, which players are protected, unprotected, and depending on, you know, the system, how they can play together. But the thing is, we're gonna look. I think in the future now, 
depending on who is who is available for this new franchise team we're going to look at it as like we're not going to we're not we can't look at this team and say these guys are trash because you never know what will happen look at Vegas Golden Knights they want they're about to win the first in their first year say if Seattle gets their team and they get a good, a good amount of players they have a chance too go ahead Tristan another point I wanted to make is that regarding Vegas's you know advantages I think entering the, the league they also in this expansion draft if a player had a no trade clause they could vote to vote they could waive it so they they had to be protected I remember this was an issue in Ottawa with FNUF FNUF didn't want to be left out to go to Vegas so he waived his no trade clause so Ottawa was forced to give up Mark Mathot on D which really obviously dissipated their D core as you could see their result from this past year Um, so that's another thing that you know Vegas had going for them the fact that teams were forced to keep players even if they didn't necessarily want to if they had no trade clause Steph you told me to uh, to pull up Florida's protected list they protected Alexander Barkov I think I'd keep him Nick Nick Bustad I'd keep him Jonathan Huberdeau obviously I'd keep him Vincent Trocek young developing player you could argue you'd want to give him up but you know he's a solid player Aaron Ekblad you're not giving up Aaron Ekblad Keith Yandel he's aging He's aging. I don't know if he has a no trade clause, but again, that could be another thing. He had a no trade clause. They didn't want to give up him. Mark Pisic. 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 He's he's new to the league. Alex Petrovich. He's been a solid. He's been solid for Florida. They drafted him and they developed him so far. And James Reimer. He's a goaltender. That's that's not what Marchessault plays. So the fact that this is who they left free to take: Jonathan Marchessault, UC Jokinen, Riley Smith. Derek McKenzie, Colton Shever, Jason Demers, and Roberto Luongo. So from that list, if you're Vegas, you're taking Marsha so, obviously. But there's a number of reasons why they had to protect the other guys, which is my point. They only got to protect nine guys. You're telling me of those nine guys, they wouldn't have kept Jonathan Marshall? No, okay, like, but Tristan, another point you got to make too, you say what you want. Vegas has had to deal with a lot of adversity to start the year. They went through four goalies Ooh, in yeah. the first, if you sure, first I think months. it was in the first month of the of the season. Yeah. Okay, so you know, from Flurry to uh Suban to their two other call-ups, it's it's not a Cinderella story. Yeah. And, and, and another and, and and I think that's that's what people are finally starting to realize yes maybe the nhl gave them a little bit more help than other expansion teams have gotten in the past and i agree with you there you make a fair and a just argument but this team didn't have an easy road there they dealt through injuries went through four goalies so all we can say is this team deserves credit where credit is due. They've worked hard all year to get to where they are, and now they're playing for the Stanley Cup. Well, also, I, I no, no, just one more point. And, and again, I, I, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer on Vegas. Congratulations to Vegas on making the, and sincerely, congratulations to Vegas on making the Stanley Cup final. In all honesty, it's an amazing thing to do for an expansion team. Gerard Gallant is one of the Coach of the Year finalists, absolutely. But you also look at their division as well. Who's in their division, Stefano? Edmonton Oilers, 36 and 40. Okay. 
Vancouver Canucks, 31 and 40. Okay, okay. Arizona yeah. Coyotes, these, these, 29 these and 41. Okay, these teams, are, they're in the rebuild. But they're in their division. That's the but point. When you're a, playing those teams three, four times I a think year. All, what, what, finish the division. They had the Flames, who did a little bit better, 37-35. And then they had the Kings, the Sharks, and the Ducks, all playoff teams. Okay. But three, arguably four, if not three of the teams in that division were our lottery teams right now. So that's another factor. Too. I'm just saying that's another factor as to why they've had the success. Vegas, as even though they've had adversity, as you said, they've had a lot of breaks as well, in my opinion. Well, I think in the beginning of the season, you look at that division, it didn't look good. I think I think at the beginning of the season, you, you wouldn't you think that Edmonton had a better chance just at the beginning of the season? Oh yeah, win, they, win Edmonton was uh, off of Edmonton's result from last year. Yeah. Everyone thought Edmonton they was were, a Cup final favorite. Personally, I didn't think they were they were good enough. I knew they were never going to get the proper consistent goaltending out of Talbot this year. Edmonton was one of the Ish. Cup favorites going into the final. I mean, going into I, the season. I never I mean. saw that, but. I think if you want to talk, go down that road, I think still Vegas were, pr- were pretty lucky with the teams in that in that division. I think only Calgary and Edmonton would probably had a fighting fighting chance, even though they have a losing record this year. I think they, they would have a ch- he, fighting he, chance he, against he Vegas. He stated three teams, L.A., San Jose, and Anaheim. And Calgary. Calgary's season was going downhill towards the last month. Okay. But um, those three teams, those are all cup contenders. They were all cup contenders. Which ones are you talking about? San Jose, LA, oh, sorry, Anaheim. Oh, talking about the bottom three. They've, yes. All, yes. they've all been well, there. Playoff teams, they've you can be a cup contender. That. Yeah. They had an awful playoffs. And that's all there's to it. Again, again. I'm not- Anaheim got smoked. It was like they didn't even show up. LA, you know, the, every game LA played Vegas in that first round series was a one goal game. They got swept. They got swept, but it was a one-goal game. And the so, Jets took the first game. So, the arguments are there. All right. I just, I'm just saying there have been yes, they, positive they, they've and been negatives. given a little bit of extra help. Yes. but you can't contradict yourself either. I'm not. I'm. I we're, saying, we're just saying another point, though. No. Yes. Yeah. We got to. We got. Yeah. At that point, but then other. I know other but people would say like. You got to look at the facts. They were injury trouble the first month of the season. They had to deal with three cup contending teams in their division: Anaheim, San Jose, and uh, L.A. So they've gotten to where they are now, and now we just gotta wait and see what happens in this final. Personally, I think it's gonna go seven games. It's gonna be a tight series. I just think. Who gonna, who's gonna win? I got Knights. I don't know. I I'd like to see. You want to see the first game? I, I want to see Washington win because Ovechkin. You know he's a great player. He he deserves to be in the situation he's in right now, and he deserves to win. He deserves to lift the cup. That's a good question. What's the better story? <clears throat> An expansion team winning the Stanley Cup in their first year, or Ovechkin, one of the greatest players of our time, winning his first cup? What's the better story, do you think? Those are good. Two, they're, they're both good, they're both good they're both storylines, good. right? I think a slight edge, and yeah, a slight edge will go to Ovi. Just because of how good he, as a player he was all these years, not touching... 
the Stanley the, Cup. Yeah, Stanley Cup. Never making it to the third round. Or even <laughs> the finals, the conference finals, touching that cup as well uh, last night. So, I mean, that's that has a slight edge of which story is better. Him winning his uh, first Stanley Cup. And then, obviously, just right behind that will be Vegas Golden Knights. First season, first inaugural season. Just all, all these, all these players coming from a bunch of teams, and they're gonna win on their first season, and probably set the tone for next season. But yeah, I, I think, I think Gold Knights will win. Um, I don't know how how many games though. I, I don't want, I don't want to say in six games because I think Capitals have the chance to push it all the way seven. Right? Gold, wait, Gold Knights have home ice. Yeah, Vegas has home ice. Yes. Okay, so. We'll see, man. We'll see. I, it, it's going to be a great series. You want to? You don't want to predict. I, I don't know who's going to win. I want to say it's going to go six. I don't think it's going to go the full length. I think it's going to go six. Um, I don't know who yet, though. Both are great storylines. Okay. I don't. I. I just. I. I like you said. I'd like to see the first game. I'd really like. It. I think oh. it's going to be a defensive series. I think it's going to be. A de- if that's what I'm predicting, I think it's going to be a, a defensive series. Not too many goals. Maybe two one games. I think they're going to be two three two games. Something like that. All right. Let's look at our brackets. Um, My bracket was done since. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, one was, person yeah, okay. in it's our in our done. pool is gonna win the. Well, no, no one well, predicted Vegas Capitals. I'll tell you that. Who's, who's Dustin? I don't know who's Dustin. Dustin, that that's, that's uh, Matthew. Speed. God damn He's it. our old God friend on the show. You guys have heard it. God damn it, Matt, man. Okay, Matt. Matt had uh, Winnipeg and Pittsburgh in the finals, but either way, he's 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 gonna win this bracket with 116 points. Um, he had Jets. As the champion, Ben had Jets as the champion. Um, no, he didn't. Ha- he didn't have any predictions on the. Who did Steph has as his we champion? We don't need to bring it. Who did Steph has as his champion? He had the Leafs. I had Preds. Uh, Dimitri had Preds, and um, Tristan's all the way at the bottom. He had Preds. It was a good. That was their year. Oh man, I can't. I can't wait for the NHL finals though. The Santa Claus finals. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a good year. Thank you guys for tuning in for this week's podcast. We'll see you guys next week.